0: Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Good morning.
1: Good morning, everybody. Yes. Oh, uh, Dean Simon. Straight into it. What are you going to show me this week, Dean? Do tell them what the podcast is called first. Or you don't oh, call
0: fuck off. <laughs> okay. No, <I'll> carry on. <laughs> I'm, uh... Just no occasion. I will I will I'll tell okay. him. I'll tell him. I'll tell. Him. I'll tell, him. I'll tell him. Right. This podcast mm. is called Why does this thing exist podcast.
1: Right. <laughs> Where we show each other things which we don't know why they exist and we discuss why they do. Um okay, cool. Now Simon, would you like me to show you my thing? I'd love it
0: if you do that.
1: Okay, I'm going to show you a video, Simon. Okay. Uh, it's uh an Instagram video, but it's one of those um, you know, ad videos that they do. And i don't like it i want to show it to you and see if you feel the same okay then so uh just a bit of preface um on instagram i'm not a huge instagram user but uh keep it for relevant re- reasons but going to be a wormhole of finding recipes on there because I, I like the some of the things they show me and uh, oh that's good i'll make that that could be cool i got that and i log them and save them so now the algorithms are starting to show me more recipes because that's what they do
0: oh yeah okay yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. and they showed me this and um yeah Right here we go. That's uh, that's what I'm getting at. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you ever heard of a dump meal? Cooking a healthy meal from scratch every night can feel impossible. 30% of edible vegetables ending up in the trash in Canada, these dump meals can be a great solution. Great way to reduce food waste and use up any veggies you have in your fridge. Then just mix them all up and save for a night where you simply don't have time. I'm using the Ziploc and Durables, which can go from freezer to oven to table. Mm. They're made of durable and reusable platinum silicone, which can literally go in the oven. Eat, pour, and dinner's on the table with no stress and no mess.
1: Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this is an advert uh, by PlantU, our um, celebrated Instagram account, which does lots of vegan recipes. Generally quite good. You know, like a lot of stuff I've, she recommends I've made, it actually works quite nicely. But this is a obviously a sponsored video. Uh, yeah. Someone who makes very durable Ziploc, Ziploc bags, see, um, has asked to make this video where they cook something inside, or make something inside the Ziploc bag and show that you can, Put the ziplock bag in the oven and cook things inside it, which I think is a good thing. I like it's yeah, go quite it. good. Yeah, yeah, that, that, weirdly, that I'm actually quite impressed by. Yeah. It's the fact that what she's done is made what's called a dump
0: meal. <laughs> now, yeah. If you're British, you don't want to hear the word dump and food in the same <laughs> sentence. No, because. And what she's actually made in the, du- in the dump bag is a mild curry. I mean, I think that's stretching it, to be honest. I mean, so carrot, milk, garlic, yeah, one garlic, customer, carrot, chickpeas, okay, curry spice yeah. bread. curry spice
1: blend, yeah, and
0: some bay leaves. B- basically, it spinach, random vegetables you find in your fridge. Vegetables, yeah, yeah, you're not going to find random vegetables in your fridge, you. Know. I think that relies
1: on the van vegetables being part of a recipe. <laughs> yeah. I don't think if I went to my fridge now like right, I got this, dump, I got this, zip, I got this bag here. I'm going to put yeah. in this right. I've got a can of coconut milk, which again, that's not going off. That's the last of while. I've I got, yeah. got to sacrifice that and this jar of tomatoes, which I was <laughs> keeping for best. <laughs> okay. So I've that in. So I'm going to put in so things about to go off in my fridge. Because what this is saying, they're saying, like, you know, you've got these vegetables about to go off. You can use this bag to make them into a meal. Right. right. So I'll go to my fridge. I say, fine, right. So I've got this half a brown banana. I'll put that in. <laughs> I've got four mushrooms which I've got mold on them. Is that cannibalism? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Moldy mushrooms, i never sure. I'll just bang them in. I'll be fine. Bang them in, yeah. They go in the dark yeah, yeah, on, yeah. yeah, yeah. This, uh, this, I think it was a courgette. <laughs> it could have been a cucumber, I suppose. It's old, so it's shriveled. Uh, stick it in. I'll be fine. I'm sure uh there's a lot of i mean there's leftovers here which i don't know what that was but i'm putting it in the bag yeah it's like that's that sort of thing and i'm, I'm sort of gonna it up in my hands with the pie, put it in the freezer and next thing just i'll cook it in the oven and put on a plate with some rice i i don't think cooking works that way i like cooking I, i've never used this method of Oh, you're just about to expire shit into a bag, smash it together, hope for the best, and serve it to your family for dinner. I've never
0: done that. I don't think that's going to work. And that's the way to serve it. It's very, you put the rice on everybody's plate at the dinner table, and you stumble over them with this, this Ziploc bag and just pour whatever comes out in. <laughs> Ziploc bagging on
1: Ziploc bag. Look at my kids in the face. And say, fingers crossed. <laughs> pour out
0: whatever residue comes out of this. Bag. Well, I hope you like it because I haven't made anything else. Yet. <laughs> What's in it, Dad? Well, there's some grapes from December. There's <laughs> the four or five jars of mayonnaise, which I bought and I couldn't remember when yeah. I bought them. So I bought there's... another one. They're all in <laughs> there now. Yeah. It's, a of, it's a bit of what I think was mango chutney, but I wouldn't swear to it. It
1: <laughs> could have been marmalade, to be honest. Yeah, the blue. F- I scraped the blue fuzz off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's that gooseberry jam that I bought on a whim, uh, maybe could have yeah. been five or six years ago now. So, tuck in, kids.
1: Yeah. It was actually a, a juice box of IKEA, which I think expired <laughs> six years ago.
0: <laughs> Loganberry is that a word? I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> And it's all of that cheese, which uh, the, uh, there was a hole in the foil, so a little corner of it has gone blue. But the rest of it is all right. But I've never been willing to touch it, so that's gone into it.
1: Yeah, uh, I think, I'll be, total honestly, I think that might have be been meant for the dog. <laughs> you, know, you have to have a special cheese for the dog to train him and stuff.
0: But you know, he, he's not interested. So, so you've got it now. <laughs> I would never be dog cheese. I don't even I don't. like goat's cheese. <laughs> oh, God. No, it's all right. I
1: I see what you're saying. <laughs> Cheese made from dog milk. No, that's not a thing. <laughs> but um but yeah, so back to the point of i I like to comes like this which show you how to make, you know, vegan food and it looks really nice and stuff, but this advert I think is so massively counterproductive. Also because it's called a dump meal. So <laughs> oh, you can't call anything a dump meal. Can no, you? you can't, can you? No. In Britain we say we go for a dump, <laughs> you go for a shit. So <laughs> it's the opposite of a meal. <laughs> Releasing the food you don't want. But surely even in Canada, which which where this country is from, that's not a good word to associate with food, is it? Dump. <laughs> it can't
0: be. They must use dump. Yeah, the dump is always a bad thing, surely. Imagine going to the pub in Camden and or ordering a pint of Waz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it, but the worst thing is the bag itself. I I would like
1: one of those. <laughs> yeah. So the advert sort of working despite itself. If you just showed me the bag and said you can cook things in this and just let it leave for that? I would be happy with that.
0: Yeah, yeah. As a cooking bag as itself, then yeah, yeah, great, fine. But like I don't have leftovers like that in the fridge. I buy food to eat and then I eat it. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I, I do have some because um, my kids um, well, they get through a lot of fruit and veg, which is very, very grateful for. It's, it's their Indian background and stuff. Um, so, we, but I know I buy stuff to cook and I do have expired vegetables and things, but very rarely do I just happen to have a, a selection of vegetables which just about to go off, which would also make a very suitable compliment for a recipe. <laughs>
0: it's, it's rare that I, if, they, if they make a good Recipe together, I would have used them by now. Isn't exactly, really? that's the thing. Like, it's not yeah. like a magic bag, is it? It's not like Mary Poppins' bag. I'll just chuck all this shit in the fridge and anyway, I will have a dump mm. meal now. Like everything she's stored in this bag. It looks really fresh. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, she's, fresh chopped, herbs, she's, chopped she's just peppers. chopped some peppers.
1: To put in it. They look quite robust and intact. But you know, like I said, if I every day I go to my fridge, go right, what's about to go off. So, is milk a recipe? <laughs> <laughs> Just pour in, like, three pints of milk into a bag, <laughs> freezing it. <laughs> and it only came to the rice the next day. There you go, some milk on it. <laughs> it's called a dump meal, get it in it. <laughs> yeah. Milk and rice, especially rice pudding. Well, like in my day, <laughs> we would have been like,
0: grateful for dinner. <laughs> Don't mix it together. <laughs> yeah.
1: This is a meme, not a dessert.
0: <laughs> in my house, though, it would be. I'd be emptying a jar of chicken tonight into a bag, and then I'd be putting <laughs> some chicken in there. And then it'd be a bag of chicken tonight. <laughs> yeah, but that makes sense. Chicken tonight yeah. is
1: meant to do that. You're supposed to put it in with some chicken and then cook it. So that <laughs> would work. But idea <laughs> you can just, there's uh, a bag. Actually, it's not a magic bag. You can't just throw random crap into this you bag and for the best. Well, you can do that, but you're not going to get any good results. But to use it as an advert strikes me it's a really weird strategy.
0: I think I'll do a live report, Dean, now. And I'll go okay. take a photo of my fridge and uh, we'll post it for the listeners and so we'll see what the magic bag would we'll cook out of this. Oh, okay. Good plan. Well done. I'll be back.
1: Okay. So here we're looking at a picture of Simon's fridge right now. So if you were to make a dump meal out <laughs> of what we see here, um, you would be making a Was essentially a curry out of uh, the base of coconut milk and tomatoes, adding in uh, a head of lettuce, some hummus, (laughs) (laughs) four yogurts, four fruit yogurts, Uh, a chomp bar,
0: (laughs) (laughs) what a shoe bun. (laughs) Half a jar of mustard. (laughs) (laughs) Nine or (laughs) ten chilli sauces, I think, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, a lot of chilli.
1: Sauce.
0: <laughs> a, sl- a sliver of boson. <laughs> I'm some... not sure there's any boson in there, Dean. Do you know, I don't know what that is identified that. What's that that, that? that square box at the bottom. Oh, no, that's uh, dairy dunkers, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I I was, went, I was way off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fair enough. Um, <laughs> that thing you've identified as a shoe brand is uh, pork pie as well. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I think I
1: may have made a middle-class woman. So, <laughs> some so pickled onions, of course. Not lindos, not. Uh, so they've been it.
0: there since, I think, three years, I think. Well, they've maybe. got to go to the dumping, haven't they? Yeah, think, <laughs> they have they long have, gone on. They They're the number one dump. <laughs> there's two jars of Branson pickles, and, mm-hmm. and there's also two the pots of seriously strong cheese spread. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't know that was a thing. There's one there. It's that black and red thing over there. And there's another one on the All top right. shelf as well. Okay. And um, was there some raw bacon? Uh, yeah, some raw bacon just hanging, hand, <laughs> hanging around. Uh. Oh, and of course, some mystery
1: prizes <laughs> wrapped in foil. Wherever they are, they're going in.
0: So. <laughs> You're right as well. I couldn't tell you why <laughs> yeah. wrapped in foil. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean,
1: your dump meal is good that it's going to have some reactions. Let's be honest. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and some cheese <tea> strings. <laughs> just to give it some give us a body, you know, just to give it some structure. <laughs> Pettifalou, that's what the young guitar. Fl- four petit falus, a head of lettuce, half a jar from us, raw bacon, a pork pie, <laughs> two cheese strings, and four
0: types of spicy sauce. Uh, the sad thing is I just asked my neighbour to lend me that lettuce. <laughs>
1: So, your dump meal is going to be, you know, it's the sort of thing Blumenthal would serve and get an award for it. Let's be honest,
0: uh, it's quite spicy but also yogurt based. That's, that's, been, <laughs> that's probably going with my dump meal. Eh? Like, <laughs> oh, dear me! All
1: right, so, uh, the content of the <laughs> dump meal, what are we thinking? I'm going to give it uh, give it a two. Because despite the fact that I don't think it works in any shape or form, I still want one of those bags. So, yeah, there's obviously something's happened there to, to, to win me over. So, yeah, but I think if that was adopted as a biscuit cooking method, people are going to be a lot of trouble.
0: It's exactly that. If, if I was relying on the dump meal for my <laughs> yeah. daily meal, then uh, I'd be dead.
1: Exactly. <laughs> okay, so we have tonight, we have some warm milk. <laughs> No, it's not expired. It's a dump meal. <laughs> That's how it works. You know this.
0: Ooh, Dad, is this poor Sam? No. <laughs> don't even know what it is. It's a pork pie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Little's own brand, Dairy Dunkers. Come on. <laughs> Just like Mother used to make. <laughs> Crying. Wait, why are you going to give it?
0: Um, I'm going to give it... No, I, I'm going to give it two as well, Dave. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Same reason. That's fine. <laughs> Just dump it and go. That's right. Welcome
0: back, friends. Welcome back. So I've got something to show you here now, Dean, and it's an interesting one. And um, mm-hmm. I don't really know what to make of it. I'm hoping you might have some kind of uh, more insight into the thing as an object itself than I can okay. do. Cool. Um It doesn't make a lot of sense to me, I have to be honest. I don't understand what it is or, or what it's for. Hmm. So this is something that was for sale on, on Amazon, but it's currently available, I guess, because it's sold out, or maybe because of uh, more nefarious reasons, I guess. Right. But what it is, it says it's uranium ore. Okay. Um, Can you just buy that? Can you?
1: Well, I guess yes, because uranium ore... Now, here's the thing. Uranium is the fuel source for nuclear power, right? Yeah. Um, and it's quite abundant. That's why people sort of say that even though nuclear fusion would be the better option because it has no waste products, nuclear power actually has vanishingly little waste products compared to um, uh, you know, fossil fuels and stuff. So it is uh, still a better option objectively. Uh, and uranium, you know, if you're, it's not a minor, it it's still quite common. Yeah. But you can only have nuclear fusion with a certain isotope of uranium, which is less common. So you have to have oh, Do you know twice this is a direct do you know nuclear fission works?
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, basically you get enough of the uranium or you think it's uranium-181. I'm gonna check that right now. Give me just a second. Ah, right. Um sorry, I got that right wrong. No, it's not 181, it's uranium-238 is the common one. Right. And uranium-235 is the isotope you need to make uh nuclear fusion. Right. Nuclear fission. Christ, it's hard to keep straight. Right. So basically what happens is, if you get enough uranium-235 in one big lump, you hit it with some neutrons. It's a very again, unstable atomic nucleus. Hit it with a neutron, it sort of destabilizes it, and it splits. right? And But when it splits... It also releases other neutrons and those fly out and they hit the next atom along and they split too. And they release their own neutrons and they split the next atoms along. So basically, it's like it's a chain reaction. So you get atoms split in and then that splits the next one, the next one, the next one. The next one. So anyway, it's like dominoes, like and it splits like that.
0: I know exactly what you mean, Dean. It's like uh, when I've been bunged up and then I have a really spicy curry and then the first uh, movement is hard, but then it's faster loose after that. <laughs> I wish that wasn't
1: a good example, but yes, yes, that actually is how it goes. So once the first out of the way, it's of that no, then the the, the pathway is open. <laughs> things can happen a lot faster. And deeply, deeply violent things happen. Um yeah. So, okay, but when
0: you get a lot of energy come off it, I imagine. Yes. Yes. You got
1: it. Yeah. When an atom and the atom, atomic nucleus splits, it uh, you know, it loses some mass because of the way physics works. But mass is actually like you know potentially frozen energy, so that after that's converted into energy, loads of it, because there's it's actually it takes a, a huge amount of energy to create one atom, and by splitting them. You get loads of energy released. Uh, so, when you have splitting loads of atoms in one go, you get loads and loads and loads of energy. And therefore, you have a nuclear reaction or a nuclear explosion if you don't control it well enough. So, you them all, more. Um, you get loads of it. It's quite common. But it's the isotope you need is like just under 1% of the actual ore itself. So, right. that's the stuff you want. So, to get rid of like 90% of the ore you obtain and uh, to take the, the, the usual stuff out so technically you should be able to like buy uranium ore because if this was like what 50 grams uranium uh like half a gram is the isotope which is well i, I don't think it's radioactive by itself i think it's just it's less stable so so yeah
0: everything is uh, radioactive to some degree isn't it
1: I think so. Yeah, I think it's a half life. Just some yeah. things have a half life of like billions of years. I think iron is the most stable element of all because it's like some some atoms you can combine them, and you get energy released, and some atoms you can split them, you get energy released. And iron's right in the middle; like you can't combine or split it with anything. It's just like it's the most stable atom of all. That's why it's the most sturdy.
0: It's like when I have a week of just eating bread. Then, <laughs> yeah, carry on. on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Your bowels are the Rosetta Stone <laughs> in many ways. <laughs> they explain everything.
0: They make everything understandable. This thing says it's got an activity of 984 CPM. Any idea what that means? Uh, CPM is, I think a measurement of radiation.
1: Right. I'll look that up as well because I don't want to start spouting bollocks. I, don't know if I, I confess I've had a few drinks before we started this. and uh,
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Counts per minute. your counter counts. Pretty much, yeah.
1: Measurement of ionised radiation is something expressed as a rate of counts per time as registered by a radiation monitoring instrument for which counts per minute, CPM, and counts per second are commonly used quantities. So, yeah, so counts per minute, I think it was counts per minute, it's less bad because counts per second obviously is much more um, mm, I can aggressive.
0: Um, okay, so hmm. I guess then it's not dangerous then, it can't be, can it? Um,
1: I think that's an objective measurement. I mean, it probably is giving off some radiation, but lots of things do. Like, I think one of the things, one of the most common source of radiation in your own own house is smoke detector. Oh, really? Uh, Because it's it's alpha radiation, which is, if I'm remembering this right, alpha radiation is something which gives off charged, like, atomic nuclei, like, sort of, protons and neutrons combined. It's very short range, uh, so it's, like, a very... In radiation terms, it's very thick, like one of your power movements, I suppose. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's not loose, loose and runny; it's like sort of stubborn and, like, and looking like 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 a mass coming forward. But that means it's uh, you know it hits the air and stuff quite quite easily, so it doesn't go it doesn't travel far. So in a smoke detector, you've got like the source of alpha radiation and the detector, like a very small gap. But when smoke gets in between it, it sort of blocks the receptor, and therefore that's what sets it off. Oh, okay. When the receptor stops receiving that radiation, he goes, Oh, smoke, smoke, and then starts screaming. Wow.
0: So but you wouldn't be in any danger if you like strapped onto yourself, would
1: you? No, no, not at all. I think it's so like I think your skin blocks it. It's such it's such uh, okay. thick radiation, so it just like bounces off your skin and stuff. That's why it's right. um it's it's like being pelted with ping pong balls. Like, you
0: know. Oh, okay. It's not
1: convenient, but it's not gonna really hurt to you, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this does remind me of one of my favorite Simon stories. We were living in that shared house, to mention a few episodes ago, and there was a smoke detector in our house which was beeping <laughs> constantly. Mm-hmm. And like the batteries are dying, beep. beep, 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 every thirty seconds. <laughs> we're supposed two or three days, <laughs> two a.m. It's like a beep, beep. I hear the and your go right. <laughs> <laughs> They heard what, what turned out to be the view of you found the brush and wielding it with reckless abandon, smashing the, the smoke detector on the ceiling in a fit of sheer rage. I hear, I hear the clatter and smash of this uh, obliterated smoke alarm. I think I hear you panting. Uh, uh, and then I hear, beep, because <laughs> it was the smoke alarm in our mates room who was away for some and had locked his door. So, so basically, at 2 a.m., you got enraged and smashed a perfectly working smoke detector. What <laughs> <laughs> turned out to be no reason at all.
0: Trevor, well, when we moved in as well, it was uh, the first time I'd ever lived somewhere where you had to pay for the electricity, the tokens.
1: Oh, yeah, it was uh, one of those meters, yeah.
0: And uh, we ran out and... Uh, it, all the electric went off and I instantly went into a blind panic and thought we <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like someone the electric and was coming to murder us <laughs> yeah. so, you kept so, saying it's murderous dude,
1: it's murderous I said no it's the
0: electric meter. you
1: can press a button and have two pounds to last you until back from the shop yeah but someone already pressed that I didn't realise <laughs> so, so everything was shut off the shop was literally you walk on our front door and it was like you can see it Like there it is right there we just walk <laughs> across the road there it is and you were just having a full-on meltdown. So, <laughs> oh, this murderous thing, going to kill us all.
0: So, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we've worked out this thing isn't dangerous then. I'm going to say no.
1: Um, but then it's, it's, it's currently unavailable, so maybe it's um,
0: been withdrawn. It could just be sold out, you know, because of the uh, crisis in Ukraine and that. Yeah, a lot of, that's a lot of ratings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it costs... Um, the average price is thirty nine dollars um and the highest is forty nine so you, you know, around mm. for about forty dollars okay that's yeah. um
1: I, it's more of a cure isn't it it's not like you you couldn't do anything with this uh' right. mean what what you couldn't like <laughs> you convert your car to run a new but how <laughs> did you dump me eat it? <laughs> <laughs> I've
0: got a head of lettuce, so I bought it off my neighbor I'm not look yeah. a prick. I've got some uranium, and I've got all the chilli sauces in Cardiff. <laughs> yeah. Let's have a dump. There's going to be a lot of calories in
1: that. <laughs> I think someone actually looked it up and said that if you eat uranium, it's like 53 million calories wow. per gram.
0: So it's the same yeah. as like a Domino's herb and <laughs> yeah. chai dip. Yeah. The big ones, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not yeah, the normal ones. They, they are, like, 1,500 calories. It's
1: are. obscene, isn't it? But things have more calories than you realise. I think read, someone said recently that um, if you go to Wagamama's and have a vegan katsu curry, that's the same calories as,
0: like, three McDonald's Big Mac meals. Mm, well, that's the thing. There's not a lot of yeah. calories in McDonald's meals. Yeah, because
1: there's, there's not cause much the actual food, is it? Not,
0: the other shit does. That's yeah. a bad fat, maybe.
1: Yeah, but I get it. it, it I'm not going to say it's a class thing but it certainly is a class element to it as in oh pret doesn't have any calories no no it's uh, just <laughs> 53 ounces of bread perfect <laughs> bag- <bag> <laughs> that's fine it's
0: artisan bread that's not got any calories It'd be stupid oh yeah well they're they part duck aren't they in the middle classes Here we go. <laughs> let's, let's, let's have a look at some of these reviews it's uh, like <laughs> <laughs> that is a part duck <laughs> Here we are. this is a good review, Dean. Hmm. Uh, I bought yeah. this because I bought the Geiger account and I wanted something tested on. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. There are easier ways, mate. Great com- – oh, I'm sorry. Any, It's a great conversation start. It never is, is uh... it? No, but also not every conversation is good. Someone it's said, do you have a can of uranium in your room? <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> I'm enjoying this conversation. <laughs>
0: That's a conversation started on the same level as, is this uh, nuclear uranium loved the same as one of my bowel movements? <laughs> yeah. Or just, why does this thing exist? <laughs> yeah. One of the reviews we got. Let's check out the bad reviews and, and see why. Yeah, it's a lot of, They got 75% five-star reviews, so a lot of people yeah. are happy with this. But let's see about the 6% who aren't.
1: Yeah. Okay, someone is actually annoyed, but you don't get much uranium all.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people are thinking they're going to get, like, something to start their own nuclear <laughs> weaponry programme.
1: Uh-huh. Imagine all of these are frustrated Russian spies.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's someone here with their own Geiger counter that is disappointed that it's not nuclear-reactive enough.
1: Yeah. I mean...
0: You would be, though, I guess.
1: Yeah, if you wanted something nuclear-reactive... Well, the thing is, it, says it doesn't live to count for a minute. It, doesn't, it depends when it's packaged, like, because, like, the half-life is quite quite relatively short of uranium that's one point yeah. i think
0: yeah a lot of people are saying it's just rocks
1: well it might be but if if this assembler is laid in wait long enough it might be you know, i'm gonna check it. what's the half-life of uranium
0: <laughs> this one says uh the reviewer called crazy shopper bought it and said one star fake mine was not having any events uh
1: I'd like to withdraw my previous statements. I looked it up. I said uh, the half life of uranium 235 is 700 million years.
0: Oh, <laughs> 700, <laughs> I mean.
1: yeah. ah, let me just try, check 2 three eight, in case that's. Uh, oh, 234.5 billion years. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> okay, <so laughs> I'll yes. take it back. I'm sure it's this package It's going to make a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of nuclear byproducts or something. I'm thinking of something else entirely lately. So, yeah,
0: it's probably all right. <laughs> uh, that's good. I, I bought a, a packet of. Um, Hot pepperoni flavour Lay's crisps from oh, okay. a local Polish shop the other day. Um, I ate some of them, thought they were all right. Looked at the packet and they went off two months ago. And I give them the benefit of the doubt because they've been imported from wherever. And, you know, yeah. it's a local local shop doing the best they can. <laughs> but I, I'm not going to give them the benefit of the doubt these people are selling what should be uh, radioactive <laughs> uranium ores, which turns out to be rocks. If it's got a shelf life of 7.5 billion years, whatever you <laughs> yeah, say, it because,
1: was. Because it I've had this uranium on my shelf for 680 million years, <laughs> and quite frankly, it's not up to standards. <laughs> I was promised 700 million, <laughs> you have let me down.
0: Would you like last question before we go our scores? Would you ever be tempted to buy anything like this? I tempted, yeah, because
1: I do like scientifically curious stuff like i have a few things wrong as a kid i went through like um, a phase of the you know buying those knickknacks and gadget things or so like things on the gadget shop remember the gadget shop oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah like the bubble lamps and lava lamps and mm. uh gravity pens are sort of balanced with magnets and stuff so i do kind of have a bit of a soft spot for that stuff i recently bought like a sort of sand art thing which it's got bubbles in it so it just like it shapes the sand and it's quite soothing to look at okay but those are all things that you can like, you know, which have a visual component. I wouldn't really buy a can of like inert stuff, which might be radioactive. I like, I, I don't see any benefit to that. I, no, no. So I probably wouldn't buy this because it's yeah, um, yeah it's
0: nothing you can really look at and enjoy looking at. Really, no, let's
1: go a Geiger counter. But even if you do, it turns out you will be disappointed because it's not radioactive enough. No. <laughs> so you either want it to be not radioactive or. Very radioactive, this one falls in the middle of a bit radioactive. Yeah, <laughs> that's like yeah. A, a good compromise, please. There's nobody, doesn't it?
0: You know, it's right, you're right there, Dean.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you could chuck it in your, your dump meal, I guess. So, give me a, like
1: <laughs> yeah, a bit of calories, you know. So, yeah, don't care, just milk and uranium that's <laughs> what this is.
0: <laughs> bit of natural spice in there, yeah.
1: Is a head of lettuce in here? Let- lettuce, <laughs> milk, and uranium—only three hundred million years old. Plenty of good life in this yet.
0: Don't eat too much our lettuce. I got to give that back tomorrow. <laughs> the lettuce is the important. Part. <laughs> what are you going to give this, Sandeep? Um,
1: uh, I'll give it a—I'll uh, give it a sort of cowardly two because it is, like I said, it is actually some uranium ore. So they're not lying to you. They're giving you. What you ask for, or what you expect in the tin, but I think they're always telling what that is, what that means. Yes, so, yeah, I'll give it a two.
0: Yes, it's not wrong, feel, is it? No, no. I'll give it. I'll give it a one. I think I'll give it a one. I don't think it's that great, really. Um, if I'm going to buy something radioactive, I want it to be radioactive.
1: Yeah, go bigger, go home in it. I no. no. To, yeah, it's it's like it's like those it's like the Christmas pudding is in gonna make it Christopher in flavoured. You know, go to the extremes. Don't just sort of hint of it. Mm. That, you know, nobody's having it. Like, you know, it might be vile, but at least it's, it's what you say
0: it is. Yeah. Hi, uh hello. So uh this section is called random Wikipedia article three two one here it comes it's called Village
1: Sounds Agency. Okay, so Village Sounds Agency, uh, Australian booking agency, represents the lifetime of Australian artists. Founded in 1989 by Powderfinger booking agents, Jessica DeCrew. Agency going grown to have offices in Byron Bay, Sydney and Melbourne.
0: I've heard of Powderfinger. Well, it's a Neil Young yes. song. Maybe that's okay. what I'm thinking of. Um,
1: it, would it be named after? After that, I'm assuming, or yeah,
0: this band has been named after the Neil Young song, I think. Okay, I wonder if I've actually heard of any of their work, though. Uh, they're, they're quite a big band in Australia, I think. Yeah, um, no UK hits, I guess they uh, may be like a, um, a sort of cult thing over here, but yeah, they're definitely named after the Neil Young song, okay. Um here we go. It says, prior to starting Village Sounds Agency in 1996, Duckru founded Homebake Festival in partnership with IMC, International Music Concepts, with a debut lineup that included Grinspoon, Silver Spiderbait, and more. Silver Chair, i am definitely heard of.
1: I've going to say, I know of Silver Chair. Um, Grinspoon, I think, is a ludicrous name for a band. <laughs> But I could not tell you why. Okay, you just don't like it. It just sounds like a novelty Halloween item, like yeah, ooh, <laughs> one of those Grinspoons, hang them up. <laughs> it's like some bands pick a name and like, it doesn't really fit their aesthetic at all. Uh, I'm not sure. Again, I'm not sure what Grinspoon are, but um, remember that band uh, Deep Blue Something they that Breakfast at Tiffany song, and then yes. just vanished out of trace. Yeah, soft American rock type style, weren't yes. they? Yeah. But the the original name before they changed to Deep Blue Something was. Leper Messiah? <laughs> wow. Yeah, so like, they couldn't get gigs. Everyone thought, like, you must be a, you know, a really heavy metal band. Like, no, no, it's very, very boring. <laughs> well, <laughs> Leper Messiah. Right. <Christ. laughs> uh,
0: so, yeah. Uh, what do you call it? sounds uh, deep blue something. Oh, yeah,
1: no, that's no, what, yeah, apparently, yeah. that's what happened. It's on the VH1 documentaries. They said, um, well, you need something a bit more gentle. They said, oh, deep blue something. It's <laughs> said, <laughs> deep blue something. So,
0: uh... Oh, fine. Well, it seemed to have worked.
1: Uh, for that one song, yeah.
0: Well, why not have breakfast at Tiffany's? That's right. uh
1: do, do they serve breakfast in a jewellery shop? Or am yeah, I... yeah, just eat all the watches you can eat, I
0: think. <laughs> these all until they stop him.
1: <laughs> I've never been to Tiffany's. I don't even really know what it is, personally.
0: I think it's a jewellery shop. I think you're right about that. Oh, right. Hey. Well, Breakfast at Tiffany's is a film, isn't it? Yeah, but I was wondering if it was like an American Debenhams or something. You can just It is the American
1: Debenhams, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a coffee shop there, you can just have breakfast. kind but... <laughs> 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 out have brunch at Marks and Marcus Spencer's? <laughs> okay, I guess we could do that. It's not, it's not something I aspire to, but as long as you're happy.
0: <laughs> um I'm going to look at now with uh, the artist roster.
1: Oh yes, yeah, so let's look at that, yeah.
0: Yeah, so there's uh, a lot of Australian bands here. There's a band called Touch Sensitive, which I assume are named after a fall song, but I could be wrong about that. Yeah. And then there's uh, Courtney Barnett, Cloud Patrol, and the rest seem to be, there's somebody oh. called Bernard Fanning, which <laughs> <Yeah>. that surely <literally laughs> can't be one of those pun names about Bernard Manning, surely. If It, it might be in that sort of someone like
1: came up with the name they heard of Bernard Manning and just sort of let's twist it. But assuming that nobody who hears the name will know of the original reference. Yeah,
0: it could be. Yeah. There's loads of bands like that that have got the just like poor pun names. Uh, like there's Lou Breed, there's uh oh, okay, so do they Sly in the Family Drone. There's oh, yeah. uh Ringo Death Star.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Uh,
0: it's like so that
1: sort of thing. I'm not sure I can see what they're doing, but I don't think I think that's a bad idea personally. I think when you if you're trying to be a you know, successful musician, the first thing you do is name yourself after like a bastardized version of someone more famous.
0: Yeah.
1: I think you're setting yourself up for like <laughs> best case scenario, you become successful and you're always compared to the thing you name yeah. yourself after.
0: Yeah. I agree with you. Like why you yeah. associate yourself to that on that level? It seems like like a bad joke really just have a bad joke be the first thing that anybody thinks about.
1: Yeah. If, if
0: you're not some in the market of being a bad joker. Yeah. But so... uh, apparently Bernard Farron and I've opened up his Wikipedia page and that's his actual name. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, fair enough. Okay, he doesn't look anything like uh, no the the fat northern racist.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we go. He attended St. Joseph College and began writing his own music at the age of 15. Fannin has described his early works as terrible. <laughs> Here we are,
1: fair enough, fair 10 enough. points for honesty, yeah. Who, as someone who knows music more than I do, who is like the biggest Australian band? Because I'm like thinking of Australian music. I, I default like Kylie Minogue and stuff like that. But the, the obvious example is like Men in Hats. Like from yes of course they're Australian yes that's it they're probably a good contender for big Australian band aren't they?
0: I think they must be
1: yeah globally famous then, yeah,
0: well, then you've got Nick Cave
1: yes he's Australian that's Australian. good yeah I forget who's from where
0: um, um, well Callie Minogue is still a really big you know. oh yeah of course yeah she's probably a good contender yeah. as well yeah uh, um, Crowded House crowded yeah, really? out A crowded Australian band. Yeah, we well, have, we've talked about this before. The Finn brothers are from New Zealand, but they're uh, out. <laughs> oh,
1: that's Australia. right. Yes. Yeah, so we went to that, that that weird radio station which had 1% it. Right. didn't. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good. I, I thought this sounded familiar though.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh in sex. Oh, of course, big, yeah. Else, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we've covered them all. there. Think, yeah. Then,
1: uh, yeah. You feel like it's it's a huge country but it's a small population. So um
0: Right. Uh back to the article, did you, Jessica Duckrow herself. She's a red linker, Dean. Oh well. Does this fit in with your, your theory? She started this in nineteen ninety-six, I think. It does, Tim. Now, I said
1: pre two thousand, so it's yeah. just under the wire. So Yeah. If yeah. that's the first thing she did was made her famous, then yeah, it would be. Yeah. It's weird that you know, The Secret Science is mentioned a lot in this article. It doesn't have a Wikipedia article itself. Hmm. So you know, why does this have an article in Secret Times doesn't, I guess is the question there. Eh? It's a weird
0: one. I mean,
1: like I have that as well. Like, my, my books have a articles, but I don't, so...
0: Would you like the listeners to do it, it? Um...
1: Normally I say yes, but the fact that listeners to this particular podcast i will say no, because okay. the some of the stuff will end up in there is probably gonna be violently disputable. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> then.
0: So listeners, please don't unless you want a lawsuit on your hands. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting trivia, Dean Burnett. No dog wanking <laughs> can occur when Dean Bennett is in the room. And you can't just put me as the only uh, reference point. <laughs> yes, I would. Ah, uh, uh, anything else about this article, Dean? Ah, uh, not really. So really um, it? No, it's not It's not a great article. No.
1: Really. I'll give it a, a score. I'll be generous to give it a two uh, because it does the bare minimum, but it's got one picture of the logo and there's some good links in there, but yeah, there's lots of red links. And that I think is a sign of, hmm, Hmm. And also, lots of uh, the first thing is you see the top is like this article needs is, needs clarification or you has know, it has issues. So yeah, so I mean, Wikipedia itself doesn't think it's very really good. And no. who am I to argue with James Whale? Exactly.
0: Yeah, a lot of work needs to be done on that. I'll give it a two and a half. I think there's room for improvement, and maybe we'll check on this next time next year, and we'll we'll see how uh, how it's grown. Maybe, maybe we will. Yes.